Welcome to the final whistle podcast with the team tour members of Super League Raw. Join us as we debate all of the main talking points from this weekend's games. We hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. Right, okey-cokey. You ready, boys? Yep. Oh, yes. Fantastic. <clears throat> well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the final Whistle podcast, brand new for Super League Raw in 2024 tonight. Uh, with me, of course, as always, Greg. Good evening, Greg. Good evening. Good evening, indeed, sir. Steph Sale, of course, representing the Lee Leopards. Hello, Steph. Good evening, gentlemen. And somebody brand new, a new voice for you, Craig Rig- Rigby, uh, a Wigan Warriors fan and a proud Super League Raw member. Uh, Craig, welcome to Super League Raw. Welcome, gents. Thanks for having me. Absolute no, not at all. Thanks for coming on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolute indeed. pleasure. So, yeah, the final whistle. Uh, Super League is back. Six games are now in the record books, gentlemen. Um, all in all, uh, what do we make of opening weekend? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go for it. Yeah, I thought it was enjoyable. I thought there've been some some good games. Uh, the Huddersfield game, Huddersfield, sorry, Steph, but the the Huddersfield Lee game, a real surprise, a real turn up for the books. Um, most of the games were pretty good. The Catalan Warrington game, apart from the result, was a was a was a half fought contest. Um, uh, you know, and, and Craig, the Wigan Castle game was hard fought until uh, certain things happened in the game. Yeah. yeah, overall, uh, I know that we're going to be talking about stuff, uh, other stuff, but overall, not a bad start. Uh, and the crowd, the, the, the crowds were brilliant. Um, yeah, third highest attending open day in Super League history, I believe. Uh, uh, not quite. Uh, 70,000, no. 76,699, just the one off the uh, off tipping it over to 70 to, to 77, seven. but anyway, uh, yeah. never mind, 76, seven, but anyway, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, wasn't no, it, was it the third, third? Third highest. Third, highest, yeah. third highest, but that I think the other ones were, so, or at least one of the other ones was when it was a fourteen-team competition. That's right, yeah. As well, yeah, right. Um, but I think I was going to th- say, Reggie. I think that was my biggest positive: the the the, the support. I mean, I think it was good. Um, the the home teams that were in round one uh, definitely helped with with that. Um, but mm. fantastic for the sport that that there's such high numbers, especially given that every game's on TV. Yeah, uh, I think that was yeah. That was, um, sorry, Steph, that was a fear, wasn't it? That absolutely every game's on TV and hit the crowds. I, I, absolutely, and I think that myth has been dispelled straight away. So that that's that's fantastic. I think, but um, I think there was some 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 really good games, and I think the the the. The game of the week was probably one of the biggest letdowns <laughs> um, in terms of the. I think the the actual games of the week were were Leeds and Salford and Warrington and Catalan for me. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, well, I, well, hang on a minute, steady on, and the Lee Huddersfield one, young man. Let's not, <laughs> let's not go there. Uh, there was there was three for me. I thought the Lee Huddersfield, uh, Leeds, Salford, Wire, Catalan games, and do you know what? Um, as you were saying, I think the uh, the Wiggy one had, uh, had probably. But let's go there because obviously we've got Craig. Let, let's start with the Wigging game then. Let's start with the Wigging game. Uh, Craig, uh, as a Wigging Warriors fan, um, what was your assessment of your team on Saturday? Um, I expected a lot more rust. Um, there were handling there was considering the rain and the pitch. I, you know, there weren't that many. To be fair, it was more. You know, the penalties reviewed the game. I thought Casford looked strong. They looked up for it. Completely new team compared to last year. Um, I was actually surprised by them. And um, 
I thought Wigan fared well. Um, obviously, the decisions, you know, ruined the game for us fans because it was a very competitive game and Cass was still in it up until the cards. So, yeah, I think Wigan did all right. Um, I would have took a narrow victory just before the game, so I'm happy with the scoreline. Um, but, yeah, happy with what Wigan did. But Cass, I think, you know, played very well. I think what, yeah. what what I saw in the Wigan game there, Craig, was I think when you brought Dupree on and Mago, Mago, what a game from Mago. I mean, he was blowing at the end, but I mean, yeah, incredible. Steph, uh, come to you. Um, Liam Watts, in fact, let's do this. Let, let's do this. Liam Watts, over to you. Yeah, um, well, I think if, I put some comments on earlier on the forum in terms of the the stats on red cards and stuff. And we're already at four red cards for the season, round one. Um, last year, in total, there was eight red cards in right, total right. for the whole season. So um, I've I've yet to see anybody yet who has said that that was a red card in their opinion, apart from the. Uh, commentary team on Sky. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, yeah, uh, Wells, um, I think he's the only one that was adamant it was a red card. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it just worked. I mean, the the other guy goes into the tackle and hits him first in the head. Westerman. No, yeah. Westerman. So in the, so why was Westerman not um, a red card as well? You know, uh, but also um, the, the the biggest thing for me was was it Dupree who the the hit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, Dupree didn't even go off for a head, head injury assessment, so he's well, he been actually, hit that violently. Why has he not gone off with for a HIA? Well, he, ducked, in, he ducked into it. He, he, um, did, he, he did duck into it, but for, for, I think it's a it's a big point in terms of if we are going to go down this protocol of any. Um, you know, ferocious hit to the head, or however they describe it, uh, intent or whatever. Then surely the person who's received that to protect them from themselves should be going off with the HIA. Spot on. I mean, yeah. just before I bring you in here, Reggie, uh, to, yeah. to, to to Steph's point there. Four red cards this weekend, eight for the entire season last year. On opening yeah. day last year, there was three yellows. There was eight this year. But perhaps encouragingly. Yeah. There was 170 penalties in round one last year. Now, with all of the new protocols and all the rest of it, I was quite surprised. 207. So only 37 more with, let's be fair, much more stringent protocols in place around the head. So I think that bodes well, because as the season goes on, the players will have to lower the tackle. Like they'll have to, because I think the coaches, especially off the back of the eight yellows and four reds this weekend, that's going to be a massive, massive area of concern for the coaches. But Greg... I'm going to move the conversation on a little bit on Watts, but also let's not forget the Cade Ellis incident. Let's not forget the Harry Smith incident. So on to you, Reggie. Go. Well, go, yeah. Go, I mean, to be that. honest, to be honest, I thought that I thought the Harry Smith incident was the worst of the offences. Yeah. Um, yes, you can say that the player did duck his head, but he's he's, he's actually lifting with the horizontal, and, and he he hasn't driven him into the ground. Um, but I I think Harry Smith was. And this is not because I'm a Warrington fan, but uh, I can see Craig nodding there. I I, I think that Harry Smith uh, tackle was worse than the one that received mm. the red card, and it was only a yellow. Now, yeah. who knows what the disciplinary are going to do tomorrow? Um, it had more potential, but, didn't it? It had more potential yes. to cause harm. Saved him is the player jumps up straight, almost yeah. straight away. And th that's the other thing that I've seen this weekend as well. Um, 
players milking injuries as well yes. to try and get cards. And that this happened at the start of, was it last season? Uh, and we highlighted it. And, you know, um, that needs, we need to keep an eye on that as well because we don't want to go down the track of other sports where players are milking injuries because they know there's more chance of them getting a red or a yellow card. Well, for me, there's two things there. There's two things there. Uh, well, three, actually. For the integrity of the game, the Harry Smith uh, decision with the panel, of course, World Cup Championship, if Smith gets away without a ban, I think that's going to cause a lot of eruptions, quite frankly. I really do. Yeah. What I would say uh, is, I think, Hule, and I said this on In the Shed, I don't know if you've seen it yet, for yeah. me, Smith should have gone. Hule should have been given a yellow for ungentlemanly conduct because he drives his own head into the ground. <laughs> so for me, I, I, I know what he does. He 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 does not have to put his head down, Steph. He doesn't have to do that. He he tried to make that look worse yeah. than it was. And for me, if it's going to go up to the video ref and the video ref's going to make a, a judgment on that, then we need to stamp that out as well. Because to Reggie's point, rugby yeah. league is not football. No, yeah. don't want play acting in, in rugby league. I think hey, to go to go on to that point, Dave. I think even worse than that was um, was Danny Richardson. I don't know if you noticed how many times he was going like this to yeah. say yes. he's been in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this is the problem now with the the, uh, the 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 way we've got it now is that with this any contact and milking and, and whatever, yeah. players know that if they get even a, a brush on the the chin that. If you can stop the game and it can be looked at, then it's potentially at worst a penalty. Uh, sorry, as minimum a penalty, and at worst a red card. But that yeah. that out of all the games that I've watched, and I've watched every single one. I've watched a few of the games back today. He was the uh, he was the worst one out of anybody out of all the players for milking penalty, uh, trying to milk a you know reaction. It's been absolutely marvellous to be able to watch them all. I've loved every minute of it. I know. Craig, there, there, was, there was a point. There was a point. Let's go back to a... just one set, Reggie. Let, no, let's just, go just... back to Craig right, on this, right, if we can. Craig, um, you're a Wigan fan. Uh, we know that Thompson's out next week. Leeming looks a doubt. I thought Leeming had a great debut, by the way. I was really... Yeah. Leeming, you know, if I'm Brad O'Neill, I'm sweating. <laughs> because Leeming <laughs> showed his quality, uh, without doubt. But Leeming's a doubt. Um, Craig, Harry Smith, does he play I... next week? Yeah, no, can't we can't for that. He's got to go. He's got to sit on the sides for three matches. I think at least. Um, right. I think he'll get a free match ban for that. It was reckless, and you know, after all, I agree. The player made the most of it. He's, you know, these tackles they're ruining people. You know, and we've been trying to get out of the game for a while now, and people are still doing it. And especially when it's one on one in the tackle, man, there's no need to dump people like that. I think he's deserves his ban, and I don't think he'll be in the. The big one, and we've got if those three, um, if those three, well, Thompson's definitely out. If Leeming doesn't yeah. make it and Smith goes out, makes your task against uh, Penrith very difficult, doesn't it? Well, one of the things I was surprised about at Wigan is that the style of rugby they were playing. It was more, you know, not worrying about the backs. It was the, the, the forward pack that was running and controlling everything. The kicking game was next to nothing, even in them conditions. I don't think we used it all that much, no. um, and I think. Bevin will just, you know, take over them little dinks over the back. And I think the forward pack will just be running at them. I think it's just going to be a big physical game on that. I think the, the Smith is going to be a big miss, but it's, if uh, Kearney's out and he's got a broken jaw or chin, sorry, then 
goal kicking is going to be a bit of an issue. <laughs> don't tell, yeah. don't say, don't tell Peter Ick, Icky that, mate. Uh, the goal kicking. <laughs> okay, I will. Okay, I will loan him, you mate. Uh, so, <laughs> in fact, actually, he'll probably be accurate from Hull to Wigan. Actually, he's probably got a better chance of getting it over. Yeah, I um, think he got closer to the Wigan sticks the other night. Yeah. He, probably, he probably did, mate. Uh, yeah, before we, I think we've covered the Wigan game there quite well in terms of how we saw the cards. Uh, Greg, back to you, mate. Castleford. I was really impressed with Cass for that first 28 minutes. I thought he had a real good dig. Um, you know, Broadbent had a Broadbent's Broadbent, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Great to see Richardson back on. But, you know, the likes of Put, you know, the the, the, the debutants, they were throwing themselves around really well. Uh, El Zakem, Zakim, Zakim. Yeah. He's a player. I, yeah. I, um, yeah, I was impressed. Um, yeah, you know anything? Anything happened on the first night, on the first game of the season? It was a great crowd. It was good to see. You know, it looked good on TV when yeah. I watched it back. And yeah, I think I think without without labouring the point, I think the red card killed them to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but you know, briefly touching on that, as it was said in commentary, you know, throughout the history of of rugby league and certain recent history, at least going back to the eighties and nineties, a high shot has usually resulted in a in a red or a yellow card. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's it's not anything new to the game. To be honest, it just seems that that you know there are ve- there are different different attempts to crack down on it. It seems that there's all this hysteria at the beginning of the seasons that headshots, red card, yellow card, whatever, and it tends to die off yeah. as the season goes on because there's yeah. always the there's always a complaint that these new regulations or whatever regulation it is is going to turn people away from the game. Mm. Uh, so let, let's keep our eye on it. Let You know, the, the, there have been a lot of red cards, a lot of yellow cards this weekend, but let's keep our eye on it and, and see how the season develops on that front. Well, with the exception with the exception of the Saints game, which we expected, and, and you know, I think Wigan up to half-time, I, I think the only game that really was badly affected by that was the Wigan-Castleford game. I think, you know, yeah. the, the all KR looked pretty comfort, uh, comfortable against FC. Uh, Steph, you handled your uh, yellow cards well in the league game. I don't think, you know, obviously it's going to impact, but not when you look at the score, it weren't blowouts. We expected Saints, and we'll come on yeah. to Saints in a minute, to beat London. Um, so yeah, all in all, not too bad. Steph, bring you in on Castleford, and and just another caveat to the Castleford one: both Nile Evels and Elliot Wallace on the score sheet. Two Castleford lads let go at the end of last season. Wallace took his try at your gap brilliantly well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I thought Evels had a great game at, at Castleford. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I thought they were. Castleford were, were were really really good, and I do think the I don't think it affected the result. I think Wigan Wigan are always winning that game. Um, I think the conditions to go on Mr. Watson's thing were a great leveler um, in, in in that respect. But um, I think Wigan were always going to win. But I was shocked with how well Castleford played, and I think they did play really really well. And you can tell they want to play for Lingard. Um, I think that's that's uh, you know no matter what happens with Castleford this season. I think they do want to play for the coach, which is all you can ask for um, in, in round one. And I think they will definitely turn a few sides over this season, especially at the jungle. Yeah, I, I, yeah. well, and I thought Lingard did really well to keep a lid on it and all. If you were a lip reader, you could tell exactly no, what he was saying on TV, couldn't you? It wasn't, I'm surprised uh, that BBC camera yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, turned around fairly yeah, swiftly. Pan- 
Pancake Day was a uh, was a cheesy one. He was he was flipping that much in that moment. Yeah. You know yeah, <laughs> even, even when Liam when Liam Watts was walking off, I'm thinking the BBC are going to there's going to be the usual. We do apologise if you heard that. <laughs> industrial <laughs> language there. Well, I thought they were going to have a sign language interpreter in the corner. That'd have been a bit awkward. Wouldn't it? <laughs> well, Danny, Danny McGuire wasn't very happy either. Right, Craig, you can, Craig can get his own back now. Perpignan, uh, the Catalan Dragons. You know, uh, for me. I think I had them in top three. I can't remember where you put them, Reg, in, in your leaderboard. Did we, I think we all um, had them in top six, didn't we? Did we all have them in top six? I think I had no, them I, I've got them seventh. Oh, I think that's looking I had sixth, that. I think. Sixth. Yeah, I, I think they're top, I think they're a top six side. Craig, um, Warrington, uh, the Dragons, uh, what did you make of that one? Uh, well, I think Catalan is one of, the, one of the hardest away days to go to for any team in the league. I think going there and getting a result for anyone is always, you know, a massive win. Um, I thought why it looked all right. I was surprised. I thought, you know, there was elusive, the offloads were, you know, they were quick. Some of the tackles in that game as well, can I just say? Brutal. All the stuff that's, you know, all these high shots and yellow red cards, some of the tackling in that game is what we love about this game. And um, it's almost as good as a try, a decent tackle for me. Oh. And some of the tackles in that game were, you know, unbelievable. Both both teams look good. I, I think I was surprised that when Callum went down to 12, I thought, why, I'm, you know, would have pushed the game around a little bit more, but they didn't really change much of the game. And um, yeah, I think the result was fair. Tarek said, I mean, I think the, the bone shooter was Tarek Sims. What a shot. That Unbelievable. Was tackle Sims. that was. Oh my God. God. It shows you can do it. It shows you can do it legally. That's the yeah. that's the that's the counter to this red card argument, isn't it? That you know you can have hits like that that are you know people. I've seen loads of comments about the game's gone, and I'm not going to stop. What you know, just that that tackle says that you can do it if you're a good enough player. Yeah, you know you can you can hit people hard still, and the contact is fair and legally. And that's the counter to everything that we're going to say tonight on the the Reds. And I know everyone's frustrated with it, or whatever. But Tariq Sims there showed that. We still can have massive hits in rugby league. Yeah. Mate, there was, mate the, the start of the whole KRFC game was brutal. Brutal. I thought your game was brutal. I, 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 you know, some love, some proper, you know, proper tough rugby league played this week. I mean, you know, that hit by Sims, by all accounts, the Alps should have that much. The amount of skiers that are claiming compensation. <laughs> Pyrenees, you mean the Pyrenees? The Pyrenees as well. Uh, I'm surprised George Williams did have a Pyrenees after that. Geography, right there. (laughs) You can tell who's the better travelled in me and stuff. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's another story. But no, staying on this. I mean, can I just throw it? Can I throw it out there, Edgy? Aaron Lindop. What a player this kid is going to be. He's got huge potential. Huge potential. Took his try really well. And I think was really, really unlucky not to be awarded a second try. I agree. I, mean, I agree. You know, well, if the Liam number... Marshall try, if the Liam Marshall tries a try, uh, that Wardle pass was a mile forward. Well, if it was Marshall yeah, second. But, you know, um, then another day, a different referee. That tries. That tries given. Um, I think. I think with that one though, wasn't it? Like listening to what they were saying, and, and it was he was so unlucky, and I thought he had a cracking day. Apart from the knock on early on, he had um, he had a cracking debut. Um, but I think what they were saying with his second try was the ball was knocked out of his hands, and then he kind of regathered, but didn't regather it properly, and uh, before grounding it. So he, he, although he did ground it because he, he was knocked out. You've got to then get full control and then ground it. Is apparently the rule. Not that I'm a real expert, but that's what they were saying. So I was free sheets to win at that point, man. Yeah. Mind I, was, I was still busy. I was too busy doing the wall of death to notice. <laughs> and realised it didn't, it didn't disallowed. 
Right, uh, back to back to Craig, former player uh, that he'd watched many times at uh, at the JJB, Mickey McAlorum. Um, yeah, red, red or yellow? Would you say that one? It's all about intent, isn't it? It looked like he went to do it, so it's got to be a red. I, I think it's harsh, but I think red. Swung his arm. <laughs> I think if you slow it down, though, it always looks worse. I thought, for me, in in in, in normal play, I thought a yellow personally. Greg, what did you think? Well, personally, I I thought McLaurin was lucky to escape in the first half because yeah. he let he let he went led with the shoulder, and I can't remember into whose whose head it was. Um, he went with the shoulder. Head high, uh, and it 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 wasn't picked up, and he he, he got away with it. Yeah, uh, was one of those players that seems to attract Reds. Um, yeah. A bit like Liam Watts at Casford, um, bit of a reputation. Well, I they said, well, they said though on that point, Greg. Did it? I, I can't remember. I'm thinking I read it on our fans forum page. Actually, somebody said if it was roles reversed, if Harry Smith had have done the Watts, and Watts would have done the Smith. Then yeah. the, the, the Watts one would have been a yellow, and the Watts uh, and the Smith one would have been a red. And I thought, you know what? That's a really interesting debate yeah. to have. That. Yeah, yeah. Certain players, you know, certain players attract cards for a reason because they put the sales around, and they might, you know, we all know Mickey McAlor, I'm a great player, but he he's well versed in the dark arts. Let's say, um, <laughs> well, he is, isn't he? You know, he 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 knows he pushes the line. Um, that's the kind of players. That's why Sean Wayne loves him. He's Sean Wayne's, Wayne's type of player. Yeah. But I, I think, I yeah, I think a red was justified. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steph, finish with you on the McAlone one. Um, I, I, it might be really controversial. This I don't know whether it will be or not. But that's what I'm here to do, isn't it? Um, I, I think there was only one. Um, I think there was only one red card this week, and it was uh, Pele. I think he, he's the only one. Where I actually saw, you know, it go back to last season. I think that's the only red card. Um, what, yeah, Smith he, one. Not the, you're not going Harry Smith red now. Well, no, that well, that wasn't a red, was it? It was a yellow. Oh, yeah. so I'm, I'm saying that the ones you? that were given, the ones that were given reds this week yeah. for me, the only red card, the only person who showed deliberate intent to to hurt somebody and lose absolutely lost the red was was, was Pele. The, the the other ones I just think were were Simbinins at best, and I think some of them were potentially. Well, let's well let's finish the one. We'll go to all next in as though you've let segued us into that one. But before we do, let, uh, in terms of Catalan and Wire, um, Jordy Crowver, if that's a yellow card, what's the world coming to? I mean, his arms his arms are outstretched. He, he hasn't even gone to tackle him. He's ran into him, and he gets he gets ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. ridiculous decision. Yeah, and I think going going back to the you know the, the it's it's all about consistency, and the, the the referees have got it tough because they're being told what to do at the end of the day. They're they're being instructed, but it's like you look at the Ryan Briley one on Brodie Croft. You know, if you're going to go off the other ones, that was with as much force as anybody. Why was that not a red card? You know, that should have been a straight red if if you're going off the other games. Um, I, I personally don't think it was a red. I think it was a yellow, and it was the right decision. But when you compare that with some of the, you know, the, the Watts one, for example, Briley hit Croft with far, far more force than what Watts did. Okay, Miles then, more. Yes. Okay, yeah. okay that was with far more. Force yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's just well, you, it, it's tough because I do want to give the refs a bit of leniency because they are being instructed 
by the RFL based on this independent thing that they've done in terms of this head injury and, and whatever kind of thing. But um, it's but in, but in fairness to the referees, all of these decisions were made by the bunker. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, but they're, they're still referees, aren't they? It was Jack Smith. You know, it was a yeah. you know, I'm, I'm doing, I don't mean, necessarily mean the on-field one. I mean, the referees in general, you know, uh, and and they're all sharing that. If they're not refereeing the game, they're doing the bunker, aren't they? So, going back to that point, Steph, sorry, Dave, going back to that point of, of, you know, protecting players. I want, I want, I'm all for protecting players, but I don't want it to, want it to be at the cost of the game. And I, I, would love to see a real in-depth study done by not just the RFL, but all the sport, all the major sports bodies in the country, looking at the amount of people who get these illnesses or whatever, um, Alzheimer's, dementia, MND, the amount of pe- the total amount of people in the country who get that, then let's get some context and get the sports people, the people who have played sport who have got it. And then the people who pay professional sport and then divide it into categories of professional sport. You know, Alzheimer's is something that's touched my family quite badly. Um, and as far as I know, they were never professional sports people. So let's have, if we are going to introduce, and, and this is not me saying don't protect players. I'm not saying that at all. But let's, let's have a real, real, full-scale, in-depth investigation into this type of thing. Because and and the causes, because as we've said many times, you can easily get as injured going into a tackle low down and hit by somebody's knees in the head or somebody's elbow. You can hit your own player's head. How many times? Luke Thompson. Luke Thompson got hit by a knee this week. Yeah. How many? How many times in summer rugby have people players been concussed when their heads hit the floor after a perfectly legal tackle? Absolutely. So come on. Yes, let's protect players' welfare, but not at the integrity and, and the, the things that make rugby league the best game on the planet. I think you know, that's what I've got to say. It? If they're doing those studies, Reggie, as well, it's for me, it, I don't know whether this is fact or not, and I'd love to see some evidence on it, but how many head injuries occur from a high tackle compared to the tackler? Because the tackler's going in at elbows, he's going in at knees, he's going in at hips. Um, yeah. I would suspect there's far more concussions and head injuries caused by being the tackler rather than being tackled. Yeah, this is the point um, I'm making. And also, yeah. if, if we're going to go really controversial on it, who are the amateur players going to sue? So the people who uh, who have been playing rugby since they were six years old, I played amateur rugby up until being 36. So yes. if I develop um, a brain injury now because I decided to play rugby for the love of the game, I wasn't paid for it, but I decided to... Do I get to sue the Rugby Football Union now because no one told me that I was going to get Alzheimer's because of it? Yeah, I mean, the irony of what you've just said, though, there, Steph, right, is the fact that those they've stopped tackling now at those young ages, which is actually where you, you learn good tackling techniques. Exactly, exactly. It's prevents injury. We're going to go off on a bit of a tangent here, and I'll kill it yeah. quite quickly. But you're absolutely right, Dave. The, if you don't teach Pete, it's like... You know, having a fireman and not teaching them how to put out a fire, but then expecting to go and save some people's lives. If you, yeah, you're yeah, a kid, play, 
you know, if, you, if you're a kid playing rugby, you've got to learn tackling techniques from the youngest possible age to protect yourself. And the first thing they teach is to put your your head behind their arse and go it and how to tackle properly because that's the, the safest way to do it. And if you stop teaching kids how to do that and they get into teenagers, then all it's going to do is develop bad habits. You're going to end up with people breaking the necks because they're doing John Asiata-style tackles, for example. Yeah. If you want to even go down that route as a thingy. Um, and, and it's just absolutely ludicrous. You've got to teach children how to tackle properly. Yeah, but but they've even outlawed the John Asiata tackle. Come on, exactly. guys. Yeah. Right. But, but, okay. I just spirit, don't want it to be and pass. In the spirit of moving on, and of course, you know, in the spirit of disciplinaries, that's a yellow card. He did mean buttocks there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> just to let you know, there's no language on Super League Raw. And, uh, for, what did I say? For some unknown reason, Mr. Stale, Sale got a little excited there. So that's a yellow card. <laughs> uh, right, let's, let's move on. Three, let's go into that. A three-game bad, that. mate. Let's go on to that Hull FC, Hull FC KR game. Craig, again, I'm going to start with yourself. Yep. Hull FC fans, I mean... Two years running now at the MKM, they haven't seen the team score against the old enemy. Um, oh, is it, would you want to be an FC fan? What's your thoughts on them this season? Uh, honestly, that? I think, uh, well, first of all, the, the turnout by the support was amazing. Um, yes. Both, both sets Absolutely. of supporters were, you know, unbelievable. Uh, I think FC are in trouble this year. Um, I think they're lucky London in the league. Uh, I watched them pre-season versus Wigan and... The first half was, you know, it was a bit of a bad game, but the, the second half, there was just nothing about all. They had no intent. The players looked knackered and slow, sluggish. Um, and then I saw it on, again, uh, KR. watched the same thing. I expected big things from it. I think KR were average, um, didn't do anything special, and Hulk just didn't do anything. All their possessions didn't even look like scoring a try. Um, I think they're in big trouble this year. Uh, they've got good fans there. <laughs> in terms of the halfbacks as well, I mean, if you saw them in the preseason game, I mean, look, it's early days. New Brown's got a big actor following Jake Clifford, big actor yeah. follower. But I thought Brown was pretty well. He wasn't really predominant in the game at all. We know that they've got Truman to come back. Truman, if he can stay fit, we know the lad's got a bit of quality about him. Texoy can't even get on the pitch. You know, the only reason Hoy was brought on was because Walker went off for a HIA. So that's yeah. how far down the pecking order he is. I mean, I think I said this on In the Sheds as well, Craig. Halfbacks, creativity. So I just don't see any. Nothing. Nothing at all. And they've lost they've lost so much quality. And they've for me, they've not brought any quality in. No, there's no superstar in that team anymore. You know, even Comrade Holmes and everyone who's gone, they've just got nothing anymore. Well, if you um, think if you think about it, Craig, you know they've lost Satai to uh, Catalan. He had a great game against Warrington yesterday. 120, I think it was 125 meters he got. Um, you know they brought Pele in, they brought SASA in uh, as a as a replay. I thought, to be fair, I thought Jack Ashworth had a good game. Yeah, and I thought once SA got over his, um, you know that that opening blunder from him, I thought SA SASA went on to have a half decent game. But I thought oh, yeah. of the three of them, SASA, Pele, and Ashworth, I thought Ashworth had a great game. Yeah, I think he had a good game as well. I agree with that. Yeah. K, uh, KR, Greg. Um, we all have KR. I've actually got KR at seventh. I'm going to what, what Craig said there. You can only beat what's in front of you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not changing my mind after one game. Uh, but what, what were your thoughts on, I mean, Mikey Lewis? Yeah. Yeah, he's a player, but I still, he needs to get this, this, out, this bit out of his game where he just wants to niggle and he wants to fight constantly. I think he's going to, it's going to come a cropper if he carries on that. 
kind of acted in that way, winding up and, and, and things like that. But he's a great player. I thought KR, let's face it, we, we don't know what type of a team they are at this minute because Hall just 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 helped them with, with yeah. um several indiscretions. Yeah. Um let's let's put it like that. So I, I think the jury's out on Hull KR because I I did think Hull would win this because I thought that the large home crowd um and the fact they didn't score points against them last season, I thought that would have have, have G'd them up. But you know that they were Hull just shot themselves in the foot. Um, I, I think the jury's out on Hull KR simply because Hull self uh, they just imploded Hull. Um, I mean, so it was so on Tony Smith like that. Yeah, performance. Yeah, I mean, you know, Pele, he, his arm swung that back. He almost dislocated his shoulder. He's just. Yeah. I've not seen that since the days of the great Les Boyd at Wilderspool, That kind of swinging arm. You know, scary, scary test, scary test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone. Get him off. <laughs> Get him off! Get him off! I can't, can't speak. speak! I can't speak. <laughs> yeah, they were the days. They were the days. Legendary. Well, Steph, you know, well, that was... I've not seen a swinging arm, arm like that rugby league feet no, for a sure. long time. No, it was, it was, it um, was, it was ill-advised. Hull just seemed to... Ex- self, you know, self-combust. I just don't... I can't understand. I, I like to say, I, I can't... I'm not going to comment on Hull KR because yeah, I'll comment on that when they play a team that doesn't just... Well, they play Leeds this week at home. That's going to be a good yeah. game. Uh, that's going to be one to watch. Uh, FC, Steph, you had FC at 10th, mate, in your predictions. I actually had him as high as 8th. God, I'm looking stupid on that now. I actually I actually felt that, you know, having seen Ockenbohr, Pelé, and I say it's early days, but all of a sudden, and, and, and like I say, the halfbacks just seem non But it's, it is only round one, so we've got to be... But be... let's face it, the halfbacks were non-existent because they didn't have a pack. No, no. Well, they weren't on the front foot, were they? I mean, yeah, like I say, they, they made it very easy. I mean, they've got a massive pack and half of them spent yeah. time sitting yeah. down. What were your thoughts, Steph? Yeah, um, I, 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 I wasn't surprised with the result. I, I, I had OKR to win it by a country mile. I think the biggest... Disappointment was OKR's performance. Like I say, the you know I, we, we had it as the game of the week. I think it was a real letdown in that respect. Should uh, have been game of the week. It should it, it, on paper it, it should have been, and and the crowd was the game of the week. You know the the, the you know the credit to the 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 whole public turning out, and you know it was a massive game in that respect. But I think, like I said, there was there was a couple more games. In, in Super League this weekend that were that were better, but um, I, I wasn't surprised with Hull FC's performance. I think the 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 discipline, especially under a Tony Smith side, was the biggest shock. Um, you know, they, they want you know they were never good enough to beat OKR in the first place without the discipline. You know, um, so that just compounded it. But I think Hull, if, if put it this way, if if Hull FC were playing Wigan, St Helens. Um, you know, it'd have been 60 that game against them. And I think that's where I was more disappointed with Hull KR. As good as the performance was that they won and, and fair play to, you know, um, the, the, I think that was the biggest disappointment. They should have been more ruthless. They could put 40 past them with 13 last season. So, <clears throat> but I just want to make a point on the Mikey Lewis thing. 
I, I thought he was absolutely outstanding in this game. You know, like li- literally, you know, another level from anybody else on the pitch. Yeah. Well, I said, Steph, I said on In the Sheds, if that is how he, if he can maintain that, you can shut the book for young player of the season now. A hundred percent. But going back to what Reggie was saying, and I'm all for for passion and players, you know, do it. And, and, and a lot of the time he does it in the right way and, and stuff like that. There was, I think there was one instance where they'd knocked on and he like kind of pushed a player out, you know, like literally pushed them over onto the floor. Yeah. How that wasn't a penalty, I, I do. And in, 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 you know, I watch a lot of NFL and and, and uh, the American football side of things. They have taunting, and that that is that to me was taunting, and it's instigating. You know, if we're going to go down these rules yeah. where we're so strict on people hitting people in the head and and that that kind of thing, that's instigating players to run in. And yeah, exactly. he's, he's better than it. He's he's such a good player. He's he's, he's like literally in the top ten percent of Super League players now. He doesn't need that in his game. He, yes, do your passion, do all your celebrating and cheering and knock on or whatever, but don't go hitting the other other players when you know it, it part of the thing. Yeah. It's just he's better than that. He's better than it, and I hope he I hope he cuts it out. Also, like I say, um, you know, shut the button now if that's if that's the the standard of play that we're going to see from Mikey this season. Thought Tang, you know, we did well as well on his debut. That must be mentioned. I thought he uh, he he looked the part quality. Quality before you come in, mate, that's a second yellow card for, for Mr. Sale. He's mentioned in NFL on the best sport. Well, that's <laughs> a record. Two yellows. I mean, I'm red. not being funny. What is he doing here? He's, I, I don't know what he's had tonight. I, Certainly not had J2O's. Unbelievable. I might mention it for a third time in a bit because there's another idea, controversial idea I've got in a bit. So, well, but Dave, you did say the F word. What was that? Football. That's even worse. That's even worse. No, no, no. Right, okay. Uh, right, I tell you, I tell you what I'm going to do. Let, let's do Saints London really quickly. Saints, I'm just going to give them the plaudits, and I think everybody will just nod. They did what they needed to do. Forty points to four. I probably, everybody expected it to be more than that. Positives here for Saint Helens. Whitley carries on his form from his Catalan days. Looked absolutely superb. Uh, two tries and an assist for Whitley, 135 metres class. Clarke showing what a great and astute signing he's going to be. Man of the match, no arguments with that. He had a belting game. Uh, Wormsley back to his best, 188 metres. So, you know, loads to be happy about if you if you say Ellings fans. Uh, however, if we may, we'll probably talk a bit more about this game on, on Tuesday night on, on Weekly. But London... Even though he lost 40 points to four, I think they come out of this game with quite a lot of credit. Nobody would have thought that they'd have kept it 40 points to four. And uh, I'll tell you what, he's only about four foot eight, but I thought Leyland was brilliant. He had a really, really good game. Brave. Brave. Yeah. Was yeah. he the lad who put the kick through for the try, that bit of improv? No, it was the Oh, was that Kershaw? Yeah, Kershaw to story, yeah. But um That's class. That was, was that was a yeah. That was a, that was <laughs> a well worked try, that wasn't it? That was, it was it was it was on a par with the the leaving one, very, very similar in some respects. Yeah, in terms of its development and, and how it was how it was converted. Um, you know, we talked about FC, disappointment about FC. Castleford, London. Craig, back to you. Um actually, you know, Mr. Eccles is not going to get judged by Saints away first game of the season. But I'll yep. tell you now, I think those games in the lower echelons of the of the league, when the when the likes of London, Castleford, or FC come to, you know come up against each other, um, could be interesting, yeah. couldn't it? 
I think the, the bottom of the league battle this year is probably going to be the most intense one. I think, you know, Wigan, Saints, Wales, or you just going to be up there. But the bottom of the league, London surprised me. Huddersfield massively surprised me. FC didn't. So they're going to be big four-point games, um, all of them. And I, w- I, want, I want to see London do well. You know, I, I, I like them a little bit. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm surprised by them. Yeah, the little guy as well. <laughs> yeah, a little Leyland. Yeah, he, he had a he had a he had a proper game. And I thought, you know, we heard a lot, Greg, about Emmanuel Wayne when he went to Castleford 14 all in pre-season. He come on had a cameo. Looks yeah. a solid unit, Emmanuel Wayne, doesn't he? Oh yeah, I tell you, he's 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 right in the shot window. Yeah. Um, I think you know he if he has a big season and, and as most people expect, London are the ones to go. I think he can look forward to a career in Super League if, if that's the way he wants to go, definitely. And definitely. Steph, obviously, you know Mr. Eccles uh, personally. Um, he's probably going to be quite quite happy with that, I would have thought, even though they lost 40 points to four. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, no no, no coach in Super League wants to go and have 40 put on you by, by any means. But when you put it into context, first game of the season, going to the, you know, reigning world champions for a, at least a one week uh, left of that one. Uh, I don't know if we're going to hear any more about it from Saints fans. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, well, they won't, they won't uh, be after next week. Um, yeah, they've got one, one more week left of uh, doing that, and hopefully Wigan can take over that mantle from them. But um, no, uh, no. From, from Mike's point of view, I'm sure he'd be made up with the way they performed. I think a lot of people expected a cricket score, um, especially at the totally wicked stadium um but no I, th- I think they put up a great performance and they did they did really well and i'm sure they're not going to go a season being being uh with no points i think they're gonna they're gonna probably surprise a couple of few this 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 year yeah. um probably the ones that are underestimated them i think we're going in for an easy ride and that's mike eccles territory that if you're under if you underestimate them they will they'll bite you it's as simple as that Fantastic. Right, let's get into another team that probably surprised many this weekend. Uh, and that was Salford. We had Paul Rowley on, obviously, as our in conversation last week. And Paul said he was optimistic and very, very nearly went to Headingley and won, possibly should have won, uh, really, in this. Um, I said when I spoke to him, I think he's starting 17. He's a competitive starting 17. They stood up really well. Uh, Nene McDonald was like a man possessed, absolutely possessed. Uh, incredible performance from McDonald. Salford, um, like I say, if they can keep the keep the players fit, they'll be all right. That said, Leeds, they got the job done. But was you was you impressed with Leeds, Craig? No, not overly. Um, I thought Salford, everything for me was Salford. They they surprised me. It was massive. Um, I think they did a good job as well. You know, the, all the ex players at Leeds now they did a, they shut them out of the game. You know, yeah. they knew exactly what uh, Proctor was going to be doing. They, they stopped him playing. And uh, for me, Leeds, yeah, they got the job done and a few dubious calls, I think, as well. Uh, could have gone either way, but I think uh, I was more surprised by Salford and good on him. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Completely agree. Uh, again, has he been watching in the sheds, are Craig? Because I said exactly the same. I thought they shut Brody Croft and, and Andy Ackers down well. Uh, Greg, me and you have spoke quite a lot about Oletsky. Oletsky, to be fair... Um, I mean, they gave the man of the match to Lazona. Yes, all right, he scored the winning try, but Oletsky, yeah. the the two front rowers for me was the was the better. I I thought I thought he had a great game. I've got yeah. to admit, um, yeah. and, I, and I agree with Craig. I thought um, Salford gave a good account of the cells and and, and had done had done the homework. 
Um, you know, it's typical Leeds. You know, Leeds always, always start or, or seem to start the season off slowly. And if they're not, if they're not losing, they're grinding out narrow wins over teams they should be beating quite comfortably. And 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 they always, apart from a couple of last couple of years, they always seem to come good at the right time of the year. So you know, I I I will again um, not judge Leeds on the first game of the season because we all know <laughs> what what usually happens when it comes to the business end of the season with Leeds. Spot on, mate. And Steph, uh, again, on Leeds, I mean, impressed with Salford, get your point on both teams. But perhaps, Steph, one of the most surprising aspects of this season, uh, this opening round of the uh, season was we had yellow and red cards glow and Harry Newman didn't get one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think I think on this one, I think I was the only one that, that wasn't surprised how well Salford played because I'm, I think I tipped them to be eighth. I, I think they, I think the Salford are, are, are a very good side. This And I know it's the... It's a bit like the Lee situation last year. They're, 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 they took the mantle off us, I think, with the smallest team in Super League this year. And that that will be ultimately their downfall um, yeah. come the end of the season. Um, but if they've got their start in 17, you know, Salford led four times in this game. Four times they were in front. Um, and that was right up until the 70th minute. Um, you know, I, I watched it this afternoon and I thought it was an absolutely cracking game. Um, like I said, probably right up there with game of the week for for, for me. I think they were, they both played really well, and it was a really good good contest. Leeds probably will be a bit underwhelmed with their performance, but yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, I thought it was a really good game. Well, and there's a lot of people saying that you know the standard of rugby league was look. Some of the weather conditions were were, were, were poor. It's round one. It's round one. Yeah, it's February. It's round one. Exactly, mate. And actually, I I say, with the exception of the London Saints game, with the exception of the KRFC game, and for the first 30 minutes of the... The the first 30 minutes of the winning game and every other game, really good standard of rugby, great arm wrestles. It's great to have it back. And some really nice, easy-on-the-eye tries. So let's let's wrap our little round-up of the the opening weekend up by going to the Lee Sports Village. Steph, I'll leave to the last one. Um... Great game, look, great game. And and what I would say here, Craig, coming to you again first on this one, credit has to go here for me to Chris Hill and Seb Ikehifo. I think them two got right in the faces of Amone and Muller early doors. They, they roughed them up. You know, it was going to be a case of, look, we're not taking a backward step. The lead pack, arguably the strongest pack last season in the league and will probably be so again this year. And I thought that Hill and Ikehifo and the supporting cast of English uh, English and uh, Wilson did a great job on you know the the, the front row of Lee. Yeah, now I've been going to be honest. I've not watched the game yet. It's my last one to watch. Oh, well, you'll enjoy uh, it. But uh, I've watched. Uh, you won't tell you the score then. Yeah, we're not Sky. Oh, that's yeah, I was surprised by the scoreline. Must actually so. Yeah, well, a little, little, little bit of fun there, Craig. Please, Sky, please, 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 don't tell us the scores of the other games. We yeah. want to watch them as live. We were, Stop it watching, now. Watching the Warrington game last night, and it oh, news in from Casford, and we were all oh, watching it, and we all literally we all sat there like four year olds going, la, 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 la. <laughs> the, the thing is with that, the, the the problem is, right? We've we've done this. This is this is this is classic classic rugby league. This. 
and it's like we've done the greatest thing that in, in my probably generation of watching rugby league in that I can yes. watch every single game I can watch it. We've got this great thing called Sky Plus thing. You know, you can click on it and you can watch every game after that's happened. It's amazing. And then what they do is they ruin it for everybody by announcing mid-game what's going on. And but why they've not done separate kickoff times, I do not know. Why we couldn't have had three? You know, why we couldn't have had three o'clock and five thirty? I don't know. But if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna show them at the same, don't tell me the bloody score. Oh, yeah, that's what I want to What's going on? <laughs> <Blimey>. <laughs> I, What's going on here with you tonight? I say you're getting a three-week ban in a minute. Unbelievable. The other thing is, yeah. the other thing, I'm sorry, Craig. We've really taken over your conversation. <laughs> no, you're fine, you're fine. Well, the other thing is, it's not it's not the square the, the square in the air. It's the fly in the sky. I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm I think I'm a fly watching that screen with all different squares on it. Yeah. The fly's eye view. Stop it. Yeah. Just give us one view of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, Sorry, I thought, I'm, I'm getting excited now. My voice is going up and up. But on that though, Greg, <laughs> I thought in the I watched the Wigan Castle Castleford game this morning, and it was much better the video ref in that game than it had been in the previous two. So it, that was BBC, mate. Well, maybe, but I think you know they've got to get used to it. But to, you know, but 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 equally for you, look. Yo, I get it. We don't need we don't need to see the six screens. We don't need to see that. No, nope. you know, they need to look at well. They should be watching the game. So as soon as those different angles come up, if it's onside, offside, they should be able to look at the different angles. And go, show me screen six because that's the one I need to see. Yeah. Then, then show me screen. Which on the B for the Casper Wigan game, they started to do that, and it seemed to flow yeah. a little bit better. Um, I think Dave, I'm, with that, sorry, I think the, you know what the problem is with that. I think the referees have control of the cameras now. Oh no! Well, they've got to get rid of that. Yeah, I think that's what's happened. It's It'll get better. Yeah, well, yeah, they, yeah, will get, yeah. They, they will get better, but I'm pretty sure that the referees now sit in Wilmslow and they have control of the cameras uh, of, of what 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 I showed at which point because they couldn't even rewind it properly. If you but, if you watch yeah. the Leeds Salford game, they couldn't rewind yeah. the thing. But, but mate, going, back to that, going back, sorry, okay. going back to the Casper game, game. Hang on, Reggie, Reggie, hang oh, on. Sorry, David's talking. Mate. David's talking. Said... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Going back to the Castleford game. The referee could be heard asking for what screen he wanted to see. So maybe you, you were right about the Friday night game, but it, but on Saturday you could hear the ref, whoever was in the bunker, going right. screen, screen six, scroll machine two. Sorry, Greg, on you go, man. No, I was just going to say, I was just a, just a glib remark that, as, as Steph knows, I was at the league game on Friday and I, I thought if I stare at this long enough, this screen, I'll get a three D image of the Statue of Liberty in a minute. It was that confusing. It was like, wow. <laughs> well, on the on the topic of the, you know. Lee, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out high for you in a minute, uh, Steph. Where Lee's concerned, but um, Huddersfield, they needed a performance and they delivered a performance. And you know, I thought right across the park, you know, Wallace, brilliant. Swift, you know, Swift didn't score a try, but God, he brought it out of backfield strong. He really yeah. did. You know, the Gamma Masters, I mean, Masters for me, exceptional game. Exceptional game. We've already talked about the front row. Joel, shame he's not here, but you know that's what Huddersfield needed to do. They've done it. Now a big test coming up next week. They play Saints, don't they? So that's yeah, going to be yeah. interesting. Don't all jump yeah. in at once. Jummy, <laughs> <laughs> jummy to jump in on it. I'll, I'll jump in. On this one. Go on, go on. Um, 
we, we, we mocked Watson last week for the wind comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. This week, he out-coached Lamb. 100%. 100%. And I thought Huddersfield were tactically better than us. Um, I, I thought the defence was unbelievable. The, the, the really shocked me in terms of um, how well they were in defence. Um, they, they just completely nullified us, um, and that, that's that's complete credit to to, to them. Um, I don't think Lee were that bad. Um, I know a lot of the Lee fans have been thinking, but we, we forget that we we lost the opening round to Salford last year. You know, it's this. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's a similar similar thing. It wasn't like we got a good hiding. You know, I thought Huddersfield. You've got to give Huddersfield the credit in this game. They were they were thinking we we knocked on four times on the first tackle. That's that you can't do that at Super League level, um, and you, you, at the end of the day, I thought it was a decent standard of a Super League. I don't think it was a brilliant Super League game. I thought it was, it was an a, arm wrestle. It was an arm wrestle, exactly. It was it was a, it was a good game. There was nobody embarrassed. You know, it weren't like anybody got a good idea. And I think the the whole KR whole game was far worse than than the standard of Lee Huddersfield. But what you have got to do is say they played better than what Lee did. And I think our, our, um, our, our mentality seems to be going for the attacking kicks, like putting it behind the defence and going for, you know, how many, uh, how many times we tried to kick in the in-goal area on the fourth tackle kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work for us. It, was, no, it wasn't the night for us. But um, I, I think Watson and Huddersfield deserve a huge amount of credit. I think they, they outplayed us. Completely agree. And, uh, you know, I said I'd go out on a high for you. Let's not... Look, Warrington went eight from eight last season. They've lost the first game of the season in Perpignan, 16 points to 10. As a Warrington fan, I'm not overly concerned. Salford last year went to Lee Leopards and beat him opening game of the season. Lee went and won the Challenge Cup and had a great season. Wigan Warriors went to Hull KR, opening game of the season, got turned over and went on to win the League Leaders' Shield and the grand final. Ladies and gentlemen, and, and then opposite to that, St. Helens win the World Club Championship and it went downhill from there. So what I would say to everybody is let's just calm down. <laughs> yeah, It's the opening Absolutely. round of the season. Yes, there's winners and losers, but the winner has to be rugby league. We've got to stay positive. We've got to keep oh, mate, building yeah. this game up because quite frankly, some of the tries we saw, and of course, tri- tries of the week will be back on weekly this week. Uh, they'll be going out. And, and let me tell you, I've already started putting them together. Some absolute beauties in there right. this week. Some exceptional wing play uh, on show. Yeah. This Ash, Han- Ash Hanley. Ash Hanley's the try of the season. <laughs> Game over. No, no. We'll, get, we'll get better. Very, very St. Helens-esque from last year, wasn't it? That was unreal. But it was unreal. Quality try. Do you know what, Matt? I thought, well, for me, the two tries I loved the most, we'll talk about this in more detail, but we may as well do it now. Uh, I'll have a, if I, ch- I don't think it'll change my me t- me mind between now and now and Tuesday. The two <laughs> tries I enjoyed the most were Elliot Wallace's and Aaron Lindop's. Two youngish, I mean, Wallace is not as young as Lindop, but both, you know, Wallace told surplus to requirement at cast, no, you know, off you go, son. Great, great try in the corner. And Lindops, those two for me, yeah. brilliant executed tries. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I'm still going for Ash Hanley's as try. Fair enough, Reggie. What was your favourite, mate? While we while we're talking about, I, I thought Ash Hanley's was a great try. But yeah, you know, personally, Aaron Lindop, 17 year old kid up against Catalans, you can't knock his, you can't knock that effort. Great finish, one. Craig, what was your what was your pick of the tries this weekend? 
Patrick Mago, big man, never scored a try. He was he was a loose dick and got his little try, but no, the lead strike penalty was unbelievable. Fair play, right, uh, lads. The hours have the hours flown by. I'm going to be bringing this to an end in a minute. First things first. BBC got up the game because it wasn't Channel Four, was it? No, no, it was it was it was typical BBC formulaic. Let's have Robbie Paul mithering players while they're warming up. Yeah. Let's have Robbie Paul <laughs> whittering ceaselessly uh, during the commentary. Um, yeah, it, I'd love. Do you know what I would have really have loved? When BBC starts to have Adam Hills and Helen Skelton standing there. Yeah, I agree. I really Wanted would. Um, yeah. I, I think, yeah, no, let, let's let's not be negative. It's brilliant. It's on the BBC. So come on, BBC, have a think about up it. Game. Well, it's the way that Sky yeah. Sky's up the game this season. Sky's, Sky's that Massively. first game was, was right back up to where it was in the early days of yeah. Super League. It was really, it was really good. Um and I thought, you know, uh, getting Dave Woods is the signing of the season. Yeah. And really I thought, was. and I said, I said this in going away. And actually, I noticed, I think, do you know what I think is going to benefit Sky? Is that there's now a commentator and a co commentator, no pals on the gantry anymore. And that yeah. shone through this weekend because even Barry Mack and Terry O'Connor were calling the game. Yes. We're calling I, yeah. the game, and that's what they're supposed to do. None of this, let's have a chat about the chipper. It, needs, it should yeah. be absolutely spot on, shouldn't it? So, yeah. uh, Steph, for where the BBC concerned, I think Kev Brown and Ash Gilding saved him. I thought Kev Brown and Ash Gilding were spot on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Kev Brown. Anyway, I think when he was yeah. doing the Premier Sports stuff and the Championship, he, he's done his his ground. He was a he was a really good player. He's an even better pundit for me. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's any coincidence that Kyle Amore was a, a Premier. Uh, sports pundit as well. Yeah. Him and Kev Brown were brilliant on Premier Sports, and uh, I think Dave Woods and Kyle Amore are the yeah. best two. Um, alongside actually the, um, uh, the Brad, Matt Wilson from oh, Bradford. And, and Fraser Dayton did all right. Fraser Dayton well. did well. Fraser Dayton, well. Fraser Dayton, right? I, I've got a real problem with Fraser Dayton. I, I think he, he speaks like he's got a mouthful of marbles. And yeah, I'll tell you what he doesn't do. I tell you what he doesn't do, Steph. He doesn't swear on Super League Raw, mate. So let's let's. let's no. <laughs> um, but what what would say? What would say? Uh, people were asking about Mark Wilson. Where is Mark Wilson? I believe he's at a wedding this weekend. I saw I saw him on um, on Facebook or uh, Twitter, sorry. And he was a uh, uh, I think it might have been his daughter. He, he was at a wedding. So I think Wilson will be back next week. Right. In closing, then Craig really enjoyed your company, mate. Uh, hopefully he'll be back again. Good to see you, Craig. Uh, proud member yeah. of Super Cheers, League Raw. We need more. Um, you know, we want to make this more about the fans as opposed to us, the, the, the Super League Raw team. We want the fans to be having debates and us to almost facilitate it, really. But as so as the group grows, get over to our Patreon website, get on there, become a member. Uh, it's great that, uh, you know, it's been up, we've had a decent uptake this week. I think people are waiting for payday as well. I've had quite a few uh, calls uh, and messages coming in saying, I get, you know, it's payday. I want the direct debit coming out on payday. So they're waiting, which is fantastic. So get involved in Super League Raw. It's never been bigger. It's never been better this is just another additional program that we bring you i think it's been a great debate so in closing guys craig gonna go around now one last time man of the matches i had a real beamy bonnet on man of the matches this week i thought it was yet again let's be sloppy let's be lazy let's give man of the matches just for the sake of it um without any real detail so i want to get your views on this one um i don't anybody have any argument with mikey lewis at hulk no no everybody's happy with that yeah right. Sam Lizone leads against Salford. Craig, who was man of the match at Leeds Salford? 
would you say? I probably agree with that, I think. I think I'll probably would agree. You? Would you? Yeah. I don't. But anyway, fair enough. On, on what grounds? Go on, let's have a bit of sport. I just think his all-round game was perfect. He didn't do anything wrong. He was strong. He was always there. His tackles, he was everywhere. You know, I, I thought he had a solid game. He had a solid game. He did. I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing. He, you know, he, he, had a, he had a good game. Uh, but was it a man of the match game? Greg, who would you give man of the match to? Lead Salford. Oh, I don't know. Do you know what? I don't know, to be honest. No, um, no not really. No. Um, the, 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 yeah. No, okay. Well, <laughs> this, is, this, is going, this is going really well. Uh, Steph, <laughs> Steph, go on, mate. It was, it was, a, it was a tough one with the lead Salford. I thought because <laughs> what a tough one. It was because there was no really standout player. I didn't thought. I think I think it were two really good, solid performances. Um, I, I don't know, Croft. Behave yourself. I'll tell you this when when you should have finished the podcast two minutes before. Uh but anyway, no, but, but, but anyway, go, go back go back and watch it. Nene McDonald all day long. Uh no issues. Half of his knock on. Half of his knock on. No issues with Clarkie at Saints, I think we'd all no. we'd all say. Right, your game, Lee. Lee against uh Huddersfield. Man of the match got given to Murchie. Who would you give it? I, I appreciate Craig, you haven't saw that one yet, I don't think, have you? No, I've not seen that yet, no. I haven't seen that yet. Greg. Merch you got man of the match. I thought, I thought, as I agree with you, I thought Masters was Masters was 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 pretty good. Yeah, um, he was mine. Yeah, yeah, he was he was fairly. He was involved in almost everything good that Huddersfield did. I think. Fair enough. Yourself, uh, Steph. Masters all day. Right, Wigan, Wigan, Castleford. Um, again, scratch oh. their moment. Uh, who, who who got it on the telly? I'm trying to remember who got it. Cade Ellis. Don't get me wrong. Ellis had a really good game. Really good game. But uh, Craig's nodding his head. Craig, who do you give it to? Okay, uh, um, Mago all day. All day. I'm with you, mate. Yeah, Steph's nodding. Greg. Yeah, I was going to say for the impact. But I, I would say Broad Broadbent. I think had a great game for Castleford. Good player, mate. Isn't he? He's a really good player. good player. He 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 should be playing in a better team than Castleford. And then Mike McMeekin got it at Catalan against Wire. What was your thoughts on the Catalan? I I I personally thought Abdul Abdul uh, try and assess that he control the game in the second half yeah. of his kicking. I'm the same Abdul as well. Yeah, understand. Yeah. yeah, I can understand why McMeekin was giving it. Oh my! Because he he had to kind of. With the pack down, down with the pack leader gone with a red yeah. card, I can understand why Mike McMeekin got it because he 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 kind of showed that gap. Um, but yeah, I thought Abdul. I, I thought in general, I, I mean Arthur Morg. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah Morg was was outstanding. Yeah. I just think the difference in that game was that the fact that our we could not Warrington could not create anything. They well, we'll probably, we'll probably yeah. discuss that on Tuesday, my friend, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, got to leave uh, but yeah I'd, I'd, I'd have probably given it to Arta Morg, I think. Fair I'll, I'll give it, Lindop, just for the, <laughs> the <laughs> all being extant. <laughs> there you go. That's right, one so yellow then, card rescinded, mate. One yellow card rescinded. One, yeah, one of the many. Guys, it's been an absolute, what a, what a Sunday night that is. The first ever final whistle. We've had a really good debate about the weekend's action. We are back, of course, Tuesday night, as always, live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. And the podcast will, of course, be available from Wednesday morning. Super League Royal Weekly back this week. Get over to Patreon. Become a member of Super League Royal Weekly. Craig, 
loved your company this evening. Thanks very much for coming on. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, thanks very much, gents. And uh, just if, if you don't mind, uh, if you're thinking about becoming a member of gents out there, uh, do it. It's well worth it. Uh, the WhatsApp group is, you know, getting some activity now and stuff. And there's a load of benefits to what these guys do. And it's great, like, being able to voice our opinion. So, gents, thank you. Keep up your amazing work. And, you know, everyone else get on board. Cheers, Craig. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That. Thank you, Craig. Top man. Steph, enjoyed that one, mate. Yeah, no, it's been uh, fantastic. I think the final whistle can only go from, uh, from strength to strength. Um, well, the 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 best thing is is this is your chance to get your opinions across on the weekend. So uh, get get on board. Come and tell us how wrong we are, and come and tell me off. For, for yeah, yeah. And tell me I'm talking rubbish to my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and, there's, and there's loads more to come. We've got the quizzes coming down the line as well. There's more things to be announced in the in the uh, in the next couple of weeks as well. So yeah, do get involved. With us, this is about you. We love putting this together for you. Uh, but yeah, hopefully at some point it's going to be seven days of joy. We'll believe whether that be games or us talking. Seven days a week, we'll believe. You can't get any better than that, can you, guys? It's been an absolute pleasure. The final whistle. We'll be back next week. Thank you very much indeed, and we'll see you then. Don't forget, weekly on Tuesday, you can't beat a bit of Super League Raw Weekly. Bye for now. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thank you.